I, I think it's accurate. I think I think it's I, I think you've got two infections. You've got overeducated dumb people, and then you've got undereducated dumb people who are who are yielding to the those that think that they know everything that there is to know about everything. Um, you know, remarkably, um, this beer, and I, I want you guys to stay with me here. Um, okay, so we started making out, right? Um, and then <laughs> and then we skipped right over second. Right over third base, um, clothes were torn off, shredded, wow. um, and and at this point, she's asking me to put my hands on her throat. What kind of advice would you give somebody who's just starting out for dating again? Oh my God! Don't. You're about to listen to a Whiskey Hell podcast, a show centered on recent news, excellent craft beer, and absolute debauchery. While the guys are getting ready, you can reach them on Twitter at whiskey underscore hell. You can also go to the whiskeyhellpod.com or email them at whiskeyhellpod at gmail.com. At the end, be sure to drop them a review as a thank you for the content. Looks like they're ready. Enjoy the show. And listener discretion is advised. Saturday, May 20th, 8.06 p.m. in the evening. This is Whiskey Hell Podcast, your news week in review. Fitz, usually it's just you and I starting off the show, but we got this other guy in here. We need to talk about this. We do need to talk about this. Yeah, we got, we we pulled out the big guns tonight. You know, usually it's, you know, McShane and I are just, we we just pine away. We just wait for a glimpse, a, 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 a whisper, yeah. a whisper of a jefe. But tonight, tonight, the man, the myth, is with us all night. Jefe, how's it going? Pretty good. You guys are getting the bullhorn tonight. Woo! Ooh, the full bull in the horns. Oh, yeah. Horn the bulls. Horny bull. That's what we're getting. A big uh, horny, horny bull. bull. Yes. I like horny bulls. That's what I was going for. <laughs> Perfect. How are you guys? Uh, good. I mean, I'm, I'm, I'm good. I, it's, it was a mixed week for me. I had some, some minor tragedies. Uh, I had some, some wins. Um, I I had some injuries (laughs) and, uh, and I don't know, but you know, as we, as we say every week, we're still here, we're still kicking, still ready to, to carve up the news and, uh, and give everybody a good show. So I'm, I'm doing all right. What about you, McShane? How are you? I'm feeling pretty good. Um, I, uh, you know, it, it it was a fun week getting ready for Hefe's night. It really was. Um, I'm excited, and uh, the news wasn't wasn't too out of the ordinary this week. Yeah. But uh, we've got some fun stuff in store, and I uh, didn't break any bones this week. Didn't maim anybody. Um, I got flipped off twice today. That was nice while I was driving. <coughs> nice. Yeah, sorry about that. Hey, no, no problem. I appreciate you keeping keeping my head on a swivel. That that was that was a good thing. Yeah, I'm I mean, I'm good. 
if you if you listen, if you get through a week and you haven't been flipped off at least <laughs> once, you're doing true. something wrong, folks. You're doing something wrong. That's that's very true. That's very, very true. Not here to make other people happy. No, no. All right. So, Fitz, let's go ahead and start off. Uh, what are you drinking? Well, uh, once again, as promised, this is another one uh, sent to me by our good friends at the Gray's Tap Room. Mike and Tabby, once again, thank you both so much for everything that you sent my way. Um, I It's been really hard all week to not just dive in and and uh, just drink them all one night. But I'm not an alcoholic, so I don't do those <laughs> kinds of things. Uh, no, so, you have self-control, um, is that what you're saying? I have, I have self-control, plus I have a ton of other beer in there, so... Um, anyway, this one is from mile wide beer company. Uh, they're another, uh, Louisville, Kentucky, uh, born and bred. This is called golden ticket and it is their chocolate Porter. And I, I love the reference to, um, Charlie and the chocolate factory, the golden ticket. Um, just a very, very clever name for a chocolate beer. So well done. Um, and again, this is so in my wheelhouse. I, I can't imagine not loving a beer just because, uh, again, we love porters, we love stouts. And then you add in that chocolate, that that savory, oh, I just, I, I, I love these beers. So uh, without any further ado, let's wrap my lips around this bitch. Mm. Oh, oh, wow. That's like a fucking chocolate bar. That's like a that's like a Hershey's milk chocolate bar in a beer. Wow. Amazing. Um this is only a six point fiver, so not a lot of not a lot of booziness to it, but it'll still do the trick. Um wow, that's good. I they they I'm gonna guarantee they used real chocolate on this thing. I can't find it anywhere here on the can, but um you can't you can't put in you cannot put in the fake stuff and and get a taste like that that is just fantastic yeah it's a pretty simple can so you remember um fate's candy bar milk stout i do remember fate yep would you yep. say that's kind of in the same vein because that was a really I, chocolatey very desserty beer it was this one's not as rich though um this wasn't as this one isn't quite as desserty um, okay. it's, it's got a little bit of the, the bitterness of the bitter chocolate in there too. So it's like a, it's like the Hershey's dark. That's what it is. It's like the uh, Hershey's dark chocolate. Yeah. Okay. Um, okay. still a milk chocolate, but wow, is that good? Mm. Nice. Um, All right. yeah, she's th this, this one, this one's good, definitely going to get a second date. Definitely. A second uh, date. All right. Yeah. All right. Yeah. Lucky and we bitch. May, yeah. We may get to third base here tonight. I don't know. We'll see. Well, tell us all about it. Hefe, mm -hmm. <laughs> what do you sure have over to. there? Uh, so um, I had uh, 15 beers to choose from. 15? <laughs> 15. Between Steve and Buttercup, I had I, 15 Yeah, beers and seltzers. Had, have you had 15 beers in the last two years? Um, <laughs> oh, in Vegas, I'm sure. Yeah, that's like eighty percent of them. Right Maybe. Yeah, Vegas, not notwithstanding. Yeah, yeah, outside of Vegas, that's where no. you have to go with that. Nope, I don't think so. So, um, oh, that's awesome, dude. I, what? A, that's that's fun. Isn't that fun to just like have have a huge array of choices, and then you just kind of get to pick whatever you're in the mood for. Yeah, and and you know what? Um, 
I got that. Uh, who sent me the? Uh, who sent me the beer, Steve? Um, Grace Taproom has some that are that, that they were going to be sending out. Yeah, I didn't even get to my mailbox to see if those came yet. So it would have been more if they. Wow. They're there, but. Uh, yeah. So, um, there, it was uh, it was tough to make a, a choice on because I'm not going to drink more than two. I know that. <laughs> <laughs> but I went with um, this one that Buttercup picked up. Uh, I can't remember where she said it was. Do you have the but, um you do, I do. It's uh, a white mage, white ale, and it's this place that um, does their uh, stuff in the style of um, like, like arcade games. Oh, fun! Yeah. So, so it's that... like the, the can's got. Uh... It's like yeah, it looks eight bit. Yeah, eight yeah. bit. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, and these guys are they're over on the the west side of town, like Glendale, Tolleson area, right? I think. Yeah, somewhere over there. So you guys can yeah, go to eight bitbrewingcompany dot com if you guys want to check them out. Go ahead, Fitz. No, no, I was just gonna say I, I like it when a brewery gets gets creative like that. I, not creative. That's not the word I mean. When they when they find a a niche and then they kind of then they have a theme to play with. You know what I mean? Then, then all their beers can kind of go off of what they are. Like, like this is a really good example. You know, eight eight bits the name of the brewery. So then all of their all of their beers can be based off of video games or you know video game lore. You know, and I, I just I just like I I like a theme. That's that's just me. Yeah, it's pretty cool. Yeah, the beer was kind of um, well, it's it's piss color. You know, nothing wrong with that. <laughs> right. But it's only a 5.9, so I got to pace myself. So it's a good, it's a good starting bear for me. Yeah, that's a, yeah. And you know, when they're, when they're piss colored going in, you know exactly what color they're going to be coming out. Yep. There's no mystery. Unless they don't, they come out like a orange or a red, then you got something else going on. Then, yeah. Then, mm. then, yeah. Then, then you got to go see your, your doctor. Mm-hmm. Um, have you guys, I mean, does it, do you guys sit and think about these things? This is a shower thought that I had probably months ago at this point, And I meant to bring it up on the show and I didn't, but I, I drink a, I'm going to use my beer tonight. Uh, my, my Porter, it is, it is black. It is as black as it gets. It's like oil. I drink that down into my body. And when I go to the bathroom later, it doesn't come out black. No, it doesn't even come out kind of Brown. It comes out slightly on the yellow side of clear what are these bodies like just amazing or what like it just oh, yeah. kind of blows my mind and where does all that black shit go like i don't i mean my skin doesn't get darker i don't my eyes don't turn black i mean i'm no demon i don't Your know liver anyway, is probably I, black oh that's what it is or my heart i have a black heart now (laughs) that's what's been happening of course (laughs) anyway i didn't mean to sidetrack you there jefe i i just it's just kind of a mind-blowing thing if you just sit and think about it too long or you know you're if if, for those of you who enjoy the herb if you're smoking out too much and then you think about something some shit like that it's like what the fuck this is a crazy reality anyway jefe how's that beer um i'm gonna give it a swig here all right 
Mm. Tastes like beer. <laughs> wow, no shit. Hefe reporting. Um, <laughs> <laughs> On the scene. Groundbreaking shit here. Um, so let's see. White cocoa beans and grains of paradise are recognized as natural hearing ingredients. Okay. Okay. Um, leaving drinkers to enjoy a refreshing blend of nuttiness and malt while infusing just the right amount of healing magic into the brew. Huh. Wow. Well. So do you feel healed? I do. I feel invincible. All right. That didn't take long. Done and done. You got the elixir of health right there. <laughs> um, but it, it is tasty. It's uh, I get the nuttiness. Um, it's uh, yeah. I mean, it's making me feel good. Back in my chair. Mm. Yeah, we we could hear your well, chair pretty clear. That was good. Yeah, yeah. yeah. With sound effects included. Um, you know, I, I know you, you hear us say this all the time on the show, but it will be interesting to see how that one warms up for you. Cause, um, I, I think stouts to some degree porters, yes, but, um, blondes and, and loggers really change their flavor notes as they warm up. So we'll see how that one changes for you. All right. McShane, what are you, what are you swigging over there? What do you got? I'm breaking probably a cardinal rule. Um, oh. I have actually, so I've seen this one floating around quite a bit <clears throat> and I, I always thought it was like a super hoppy IPA and I really wasn't very interested in it. Um, but looking at the, uh, well, here, I'm going to show you the. Okay. Can you, I don't know if you can see that. It's not a great yeah. picture. Um, no, I, I'm on, I'm on Oso. It, it, it's Oso Brewing. But when I was at uh, Hair of the Dog today, I saw that they had three of these. So I'm like, this is interesting. So it's got to be some kind of a series, right? Well, I'm going to be doing a little bit of a series myself over the next three weeks. Tonight, I'm starting off with a barley wine. Hits from the bung. That's what it's called. 15.2%. It's a traditional Jesus. English barley wine aged 12 months in a blend of cognac Exo brandy and rye whiskey barrels. Wow. So I want you guys to feel free to go ahead and do a welfare check uh, a little bit later yeah. in the show. <laughs> well, I was just, you know, and this is how, how quick I am at math, but uh, your beer alone is higher ABV than mine and Hefe's put together. Correct. Yes. And wow. I didn't realize that was the direction I was going with it. Um, but yeah, I, uh, yeah. So with that, let me take a drink. It's mathing. Yeah. Imagine it. Oh, there's no bite to this. It is smooth like glass. You know, that's that's when they that's get scary. the trouble one. Yeah, particularly when they're when they're that barley wine and it just you don't you don't get hit with the alcohol, you just are drinking. Yeah. It I mean you definitely there is some booze to it, but it's the barrel, right? It's the mm, barreling. Mm -hmm. It's the actual blend of the various barrels that were used on this, and um, it's not hot by any means, but you you definitely know that there's some alcohol there, so it should be really interesting. This is going to warm up. It's going to be different um, than what I had earlier, or than um, than what it tastes like now. And it's 19 IBUs. There's like no bitterness to wow. this at all, and it wow. it pours a flat brown 
rich English. It's viscous too. Yeah, um, yeah. It is something oh, else. Almost like a wee heavy. Yeah, yeah. It, it's in the same vein, only not as bitter. Not not quite yeah. as bitter. Um, so the interesting thing about this for me is going to be I have one for next week and one for the week after that. One is a Bananas Foster. Oh. Same hits from the bung, Bananas Foster, and then I think the other one is Churro. So mm. I'm going to have my fill of barley wines for the rest of the year. And I'm yeah. doing it in the summer, which has to be illegal or something. Yeah. Well, <laughs> I I mean, if that's one of those like when you find it, you just buy it. Which yeah, exactly. I was gonna I was gonna ask you just if you don't mind me asking, how much was that bottle? Um. So this one was eleven eleven twenty five. Well wow, worth it. Oh, I was gonna say that's not bad at all for you. Oh yeah. Because again, our, our listeners have to understand how hard it is to get a beer above a 15% like that. That's yeah. even above a 12% is hard to do. So that a lot of blood, sweat and tears went into that beer. So that's, a, that's really actually moderately priced for what that is. Yeah, I, I completely agree. Wow. So I'm looking forward to see how the, this goes for the rest of the night. Um, I have everything else I have downstairs ready to go is all way more tame. So we'll see how that, uh, we'll see how this shapes up, but I'm, it's easily a sipper, but I'm, I am not a very good sipper, so we'll see how that goes. Yeah, well, if if uh, if things go quiet on that end, we will definitely. Uh, I'll I'll give I'll give your wife a a call and say, hey, can you go check on him? Oh, speaking of, I'm actually flying solo tonight, so oh. I I, uh, I have no wife here. Um, okay, how about are either of your boys home? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, yeah, you can well, try I, and, I could call. You them. Can, yeah, you can try and get Gage's um, uh, attention or or or. Or Maddox, either one, and uh, okay. maybe they'll maybe they'll pick up. You know, maybe I'll <laughs> they, just lay here on the ground. It's fine. They're actually both pretty good about texting me back when I text them. So, all right, I think then, I think we're okay. I think I think we're in I good sh- hands. Then I, sh- I should be okay. Hey, yeah. your dad is passed out. Can you go check on him, please? <laughs> Can you make that'll, sh- that'll roll him really on his side? And make sure his tongue is out. <laughs> That's right. Do you have some Narcan? <laughs> Wait, that doesn't work with beer, does it? Ah, <laughs> uh, try it anyway. <laughs> Why the not? <laughs> all right so let's go ahead and get into some housekeeping this week um we had a interesting uh happening of well a story and it really i, I guess it, it's odd right because you don't hear that russia is building a city just for american conservatives very often um but it it kind of spurred a conversation for us around would you leave the country based on what's happening um so just kind of the backstory on this um there's a story that russia may be building a village um just for american conservatives so this would be something to be able to house 20 200 200 to 250 families um they they would have to pay their way to get there um, it'll all be based on traditional values, which is obviously they're considering it, um, restrictions in LGBTQ rights, um, you know, very, very conservative type, uh, values that, um, we've, uh, there's been conflicts with here in the country. Um, but yeah, so they're, they're nice enough to try and, uh, sit up a, uh, a, a, a city here. So thought so it was it's, an it's basically. 
it's basically um, Salt Lake City, Utah, but in Russia. Yeah, 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 I think so. Sounds nice. Um, okay. <laughs> I mean, you know, I, yeah. So, so yeah, so let's go to the poll because I, I thought – I thought it was an interesting the, – the results were interesting, and more interesting than that was, was sort of the conversation that started around it. Um, I, I think I think probably we all feel the same as a lot of the conversation that happened, but it was just it, – it, you know, it just the way it was organic and kind of came out was pretty cool. Yeah. Um, so let's go ahead and check on this uh, poll that we went ahead and I – we went ahead and put out there. Uh, we have – 58 respondents, and we've never had a poll go like this. No, this is this is remarkable. Given the current state of the United States, would you leave the country to start new someplace else? If you like, share where you would want to live and any other comments, please do. 50-50, um, straight up. Wow. Yep. yep. That's um, pretty cool. 29 and 29. That's, like you said, we've never had, we've never had that before. No, um, we, we haven't. And that's that's just that's just kinda <laughs> kinda surprising. And it is surprising. It's also kind of really um well, it's remarkable in the sense that I think if you would have put up the same poll someplace like in Time magazine or something back in the eighties, uh there's there's I I mean, it would have been seventy thirty maybe. Right. Um of, of people saying no, that they wouldn't leave. Um so that just kind of shows you the state of where Americans' head is at. Americans' heads are at uh, right now, and and that I mean, there's a lot of unhappy people. I mean, literally, people are like, "Yeah, I'm the I'm the fuck out of here." Yeah. That's crazy. Half, half. So one of the uh, let's see, let's go ahead and go through uh, some of our um, uh, feedback that we got here. Vecca Salt, um, I would stay. Purchase 120 acres surrounded by mountains, unfracked, and create a self-sustaining community, farmland, animals, crops, doctor, chemist, pediatrician, functional store on all on site with a giant electric fence that would zap anyone illegally on my property. <laughs> I like where her head's at. That's yeah. Yep. I mean, she was like, Yeah, I'm gonna have my shit out in the out in the boonies, but I'm gonna have everything I might need and then keep everybody else out. That's pretty great. Um, I had to say it, Pod. Um, our, our buddy, uh, Aaron, I'm too stubborn to actually leave, but ideally I would love to have a couple hundred acres in the foothills of the mountains to build a small compound to allow a few people to form a small community and keep the mass morons away. I see a trend here. I was just going to say, I mean, that's, that's the thing is like, even the people that want to stay don't want to be anywhere near the cities. Right, right. Yeah, they want to have nothing to do with it. Yeah. Bold talk by Joe. The problem is that we don't know how bad other places are due to media bullshit. So it would be hard to choose. I was born in Mexico, but I would never go back. Life is different. If I had a choice, I would move my family to a farm in Ireland. Why Ireland? <laughs> Why not? Why not? Why not indeed? So thank you, Joe. Uh, Mrs. Darkle and Hyde. I'm going to Wolverine it. My family came over on the Mayflower. I cannot disappoint them. Uh, all right. What, um, okay. I think what she's saying, she's, she's going to stick it out. 
Yeah. yeah. No, no I, matter I, I what happens. That. I I mean, that's actually if she's if she's being honest there, that's pretty remarkable that she actually can trace her lineage back to the Mayflower. That's. Um, I mean, we we can get into all the you know indigenous peoples that were already here, but as far as the 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 new crew coming in from Europe, I mean, that's like the tip of the spear right there. That's pretty amazing. Yeah, yeah. The real R and R of the podcast. Uh, the wife and I are seriously considering Colombia when she retires. She's a native, and the U.S. dollar goes a long way down there. I also yeah. wouldn't mind Malta. Interesting. Yep. Nation podcast. Columbia. Yeah. Don't think anywhere would be any better at this point in time. Totally, totally get it. Totally get it. Yeah. I mean, I think that that was another theme that theme that kind of came out of all this was, you know, you, um, where are you going to go? Because the, the things that we don't like about this country, I mean, yes, you can talk about individual people like, yeah, I hate Trump or, oh, Biden's the worst. But really what it boils down to is we have really poor government terrible government at at a at a very broad federal level and at a very small municipal level all levels of government are failing us right now i think we can all agree with that and so where do you go that there's a high functioning highly effective democratic or or even republic you know a representative republic government that's that's functioning well right now where where is that i mean there there isn't one I think it's a struggle. I, I really, really do. Um, I think, you know, I've got a lot of friends looking at Europe, um, more like the Portugal area, <laughs> stuff like that. Yeah. Um, Ecuador, <laughs> just kind of get off the map and get out in the middle of nowhere and just leave me be kind of a thing. That's kind of scary. I think I, I really do. Um, because <laughs> what, what, what safety do you really have there? Um, plus you're an American too, which that isn't always well received. So mm-hmm. yeah, I don't know. I mean, I, I... there, there are some pretty big expat, you know, colonies, I guess you could say, um, communities. I know Costa Rica, there's a big expat community down there that, um, I mean, I wouldn't mind living down there. It's beautiful down there. But again, you know, the encroachment of technology and, and AI and, oh yeah, by the way, so I move away. I, I I move myself and my wife and my my animals, and we move down to Costa Rica. Um, if USA and Russia decide to nuke each other, it's not going to fucking matter where you are. It it doesn't matter where you run away to. You, the whole world is screwed at that point. Screwed. And and same with you know AI. When once it reaches that threshold of being smarter than us, that's it. It's over. Game over. We don't get a do over. So I, I mean, that's the other part of it. It's like you go through all this trouble to go and try and find a better life somewhere else, but assholes back where you're from are still fucking about, and they're going to ruin it for you anyway. Aren't you hedging though that you're not going to be caught up in that? Like that, you're you're basically you're you're hedging, right? You're you're calling their bluff. You just figure it's just going to get worse and worse and worse. So I'm going to bail for another place, and that's where I'm going to go and put up roots. Well, and- I, mean, I guess. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Go ahead. Sorry. No, I was just gonna say, and 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 that's what you're really betting on is that none of that's gonna happen. It wouldn't matter where you were, if 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 no. you know a nuclear war um, burst out or you know Skynet takes over or something along those lines. Yeah, and I, I guess really what you're buying is is time because I think eventually 
you know, the facial recognition software and all the algorithms and all that shit that's running our lives that we don't even know about right now. That's all going to get to the to the jungles of Costa Rica at some point, but but maybe not for years, right? And so you you say, well, at least we'll have some 10 or 15 or 20 years of peace. Maybe not. I don't know. No. I, mean, I don't know. I um I there's a real romantic sort of notion to it to to getting out of here. You know, also I I think I've shared with you guys. I don't I don't want to die where I was born, you know. So that was part right. of my my big leap of faith up here to move up to Oregon. I, I just didn't want to die in Phoenix. And um and now I'm like maybe I don't want to die in the country I was born in. Um maybe I do want to live somewhere else, but I you just it's a crapshoot. I mean, you're right, McShane. It's it, you're trying to hedge your bets, but really none of us know what's going to happen tomorrow, let alone in 10 years or 20 years. Well, I'll tell you one thing that's not working. Okay. <laughs> Canadian anti-capitalist cafe with pay what you can model shutting down after one year. I kind of enjoyed this one and I'm going to, I'm going to actually dedicate my first beer to this because I enjoyed the shit out of this. <laughs> You're going to dedicate your first beer to uh, some people losing. <laughs> I am. I am because it started it's, a business and it sucked. It, well, it, it was stupid. Yeah. Yeah. It was nobody. Nobody's going to pay what you can. No, no. All nobody's going to pay. Is, yeah. All anyone hears is pay what you want. Yep. Right. I mean, <laughs> if I, here's the deal, right? You go walking into a place like this and it's a, it's a cafe. So you order a coffee and it's like, let's say, you know, inflation, uh, carry the ones. So it's like an $81 coffee, right? Um, <laughs> Yeah, but if all I have is is you know a thousand dollar bill, I'm not breaking that for that fucking coffee. I'm gonna be like, oh, I'm sorry, I don't have any money. I don't. Oh shit, I left my wallet in the car. Oh, oh crap, I don't have any cash on me. I'll, I'll get you tomorrow. I mean, come on. Why did they think this was gonna work? That's okay. Well, they can't really they can't really say anything, right? I I, that's, I can't pay anything today. I don't have my wallet. You made the rules. Right. You're the fucking idiot that made the rules. I'm just I'm just playing by them. Don't yeah. don't hate the player. Hate the game. The anarchist in Toronto previously described itself as an anti-capitalist, anti-colonial cafe, shop and radical community space on stolen land. I uh I I um wait, hold on. So they set up a a cafe. Yep, in Toronto. On 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 on, on tribal land right. to to somehow make a statement against colonialism. Right. How how about you fucking give it back to the people who it belongs to? How about that as a gesture? And oh, by the way, you guys can pay whatever you want for this. And if that's zero, fine, then just take it cuz it's yours. Well, it's been an amazing experience connecting with so many great community members, sparking desperately needed debate, raising the blood pressure of conservatives that includes you, anarcho-capitalists and libertarians, you evil, evil libertarians. You know, I guess at least they took a shot. They obviously didn't take any, you know, business classes or anything along those lines. Truly... <laughs> 
<laughs> trying to make any money is ridiculous if if this is really the direction that you wanted to take it if you're really completely anti-capitalist um yeah it's just uh absurd and that's actually probably the most absurd article that we had from the week yeah it, it is absurd it's not a, it's not clearly it's not a viable business model again i guess i guess you're right at least they you know they took a chance they unzipped their pants they pulled their dick out and everyone was like ew put it away we don't want that <laughs> um and so you know I, they took their shot but i mean Come on, really? Did you really think it was going to work? People are just going to come in and give away their hard-earned money, especially with inflation and the way the economy's going. I mean, Canada's no better off than we are. In fact, I think their inflation rate is almost double ours right now. Um, so that, that there's no way. That's that's just t- tell me what I owe you for what you're going to give me, and if I want if I want to shop here, then I will. And if it's too much, if it's out of my price range, then I won't shop here. But don't just mm-hmm. ask me to voluntarily pay you whatever I can. I mean, if you ask me what a coffee is worth, I'm going to tell you it's worth 50 cents. So fuck exactly. off. Exactly. Yeah. Uh-huh. Hey, you know what else sucks? Oh. <laughs> I, I see a theme for tonight's show. Uh, <laughs> what What else sucks? Cleopatra. Queen Cleopatra sucks. Yeah. In every yeah, fucking really way. You know what's funny, McShane? If Jada Pinkett Smith had never opened her mouth, I didn't. I wouldn't have even known this was out. Exactly. I, I, I never even knew they made a quote unquote documentary about Cleopatra. Uh, Netflix did, by the way. Um, so yeah, I I tried to make it. I tried to watch it because I I don't want to sit here and talk shit about something that I haven't at least tried to be exposed to or tried some kind of better understanding than just reading an article. It's not what I want to do. I didn't even look at any of the reviews for this before watching it Good for i you. made it i made it 21 minutes <laughs> it is it, it is the absolute you remember when you were back you guys were back in third grade and um vhs tapes first started coming around for like um for like science and 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 um history geography world history exactly yeah, right yeah yeah and they would have these really awful awful documentaries where they'd cut in between the um the person talking and then they'd do some really cheesy acting but then they'd go back to the person talking and just jog back and forth between the two that's what this was that's that's what this was and once i got to the part where they made a point they could have just left the movie with black actors and it wouldn't have mattered right It, it would not have mattered because you're, these are just at, they're acting. Okay, you're going to use black actors. Awesome, that's fine. But when you come in and they spent a good two or three minutes setting up the rest of the series and the whole point of them, they had to spell out why they were using black actors because and oh. they were trying to say that Cleopatra was Cleopatra was black, um, or 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 significantly dark complected. We'll we'll go ahead and we'll we'll, we'll just put it that. And it was completely everything from there. I just, I, 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 everything was historically inaccurate and I just, I couldn't go any farther and it just totally shut me down. If they couldn't get this part, which matters (laughs) because she was actually of Greek descent. Yeah. Yeah. She's from Macedonia, man. She was a direct descendant of Ptolemy. 
And you know, here's the here's the sad part is, you know, Macedonians, Greeks, they, they do have kind of a darker complexion as far as Caucasians go. They they have that olive skin. Um there's a wide range of of actors and or I mean actresses that they could have picked for this in a really wide range of skin tones. I mean, she didn't have to be, you know, you know, blonde hair, blue eyed. Clearly she wasn't that either. But they could have picked anybody, but they had to make a point of of saying no, she was black. She she wasn't. And and it's not even the color of her skin. Um it's it's her hair, you know, the the way they did her makeup, yep. which I thought was odd. You know, they yep. with the blue sh- shitty sparkly eyeshadow that girls wear now. That wasn't around back then. Um the the shiny stuff and and the way they did her hair was very modern. I just the whole thing it, you're trying really hard to convince us of something that just flat out isn't true. No. And she also had a, bl- a British accent. So if we really want to get technical. <laughs> she should have been speaking Greek and or Egyptian. So I've never seen a rating of one yeah. on IMDb before. And that's with 68,000 yeah. votes. Oh, my God. Damn. Um, that's so, yeah. bad. All right. So, hey, what, all right. Did the, what did Jada Pinkett say about that? What? Oh, oh, it's white saying, supremacy. Yeah, oh yeah. The, re- the reason that it, the reason that it um it's not doing well and that it's got such bad ratings is because of white supremacy. Damn. Well, I, I mean, first of all, she needs to go away. I'm I'm not going to say what's what's actually on my mind, but but the fact that we're giving her any credence and any screen time, any air time at all is shocking to me because she's a terrible, terrible person. Awful. But then on top of it, shut the fuck up. You don't even know what you're talking about. You're, you're talking out of your ass just because you want to make it a racial issue when it really isn't. When Netflix is dead wrong. Yeah. And it's, it's more woke bullshit from Netflix. Mm -hmm. This is what they do. And it's just, it's, it's, that used to be such a great platform. An imaginative platform, a platform that took some risks and they're calculated risks. And and it was, yeah. And, and they didn't try to cater to anybody. Right. But I I just don't understand how they can hitch their wagon to this, another woke effort that is just, ah. Well, I I mean, I think... Again, we have such a um, a culture out there. You know, we got the whole what is it ESG rating, um, where companies are really trying to earn brownie points. Basically, is what it, it essentially what yeah. it comes down to brownie points um, by being more woke than the other guy. And and the problem with that is that you're you're really only talking to a proportionally speaking a pretty small subset of the population. That actually is going to go to bat or or only watch a show because it's woke. Um, you know, we we discussed this one other time, but if you just subtly just just have a gay couple in a movie, um, th- that's great. I have no problem with that. It's awesome. Um, or or if you cast a a black actor to play someone who was maybe historically white. But you don't directly address it. It just is what it is. Like Hamilton. Hamilton was a great example of that. They just cast whoever the fuck they wanted to cast yep. in that play. They and, casted 
talent. Talent yep. wise. So, imagine. so you, yeah, imagine. And so you get this amazing array of, of colors on the stage, even though you know that these are all, you know, European characters and you don't care. It's great. It's fun. And it, plus there was so much hip hop in it. It just all made sense. And so if you just don't, don't shove it in our faces. If you just do your thing, just do you don't go out of your way to cast a black actress, live action actress for the little mermaid. That's, that's, that's just wrong. And then, and then at the same time, you're still, you know, keeping the fucking crab Jamaican. Like you didn't have to change that. Well, I want to hear a, you know, like, come on, let's, let's really, if we're going to start splitting hairs, let's fucking split them. I don't know. I, it just, if it wasn't so in your face, we could all be okay with it. But like you said, McShane, in this Netflix documentary, they had to actually take time in the show to say, well, here's why we cast black actors. We don't fucking care, man. Just show us a show. Yeah. Yeah. You want to tell me a story? Tell me a historically accurate story. That's what I'm looking yes. for. Yes. You know what? Educate me. That's what I wanted. Instead, I got completely turned off. And that's a, that, that maybe that's what they wanted. I don't know. Um, I, you guys are both movie buffs. Something else I wanted to jump in here. We're going to, we, we do have some heavier stuff that we want to get into, but, um, I really, before, uh, things go absolutely sideways, um, I want to know what you guys think about AI and acting. Tom Hanks thinks he's going to, he's going to be, uh, starring in movies well after he dies. And I think he's correct. Yeah. Uh, Yeah. I said for a, like a while back, it sucks that um, Morgan Freeman, Tommy Lee Jones, all these awesome actors are getting really old because they're so good. And I guess this would be a solution to that. Yeah, I guess. But like, what do you do at the, you know, the 181st <laughs> annual Oscars and the Oscar goes to the AI version of Tom Hanks? Like, I, I don't know. I, I actually, I mean, you're right, Hefe. This this would be an answer to us losing a really amazing generation of of actors and actresses that we've that we've all been blessed to have during our, you know, our time alive on this planet. Um, it still scares the shit out of me. And and we know with all the deep fakes and all that kind of stuff that's going on. Right. I mean honestly none of the three of us and nobody listening to this podcast has 100% proof that the person we're seeing on the television is actually Joe Biden none of us yeah. it, it could be a deep fake and you'd never know it none of you would know it that's that's how good the technology <clears throat> is right now it's way beyond what you think it is and it's way scarier than you think it is so I, I mean I guess this is where we're heading but I don't have to be happy about it <laughs> I don't know that I mean, I would have to fast forward 20, 30 years or whatever when 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 this actually takes place, I guess. But I don't know if I could sit through knowing that this is an AI created movie. I, I don't know if I can do it and have it not be like a cartoon or yeah. uh, like a like a an arcane type um, yeah, series yeah, yeah. like what we we've already talked about. Yeah. But let's 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 think about it. So, all right. So Jack Nicholson dies, right? And all of a sudden, so we haven't seen him for a while. But now we start seeing, or even now we start seeing movies with a little bit uh, younger Jack Nicholson, maybe not, circa nineteen eighty five or something. 
Would, would yeah. you want to go see that? I, <laughs> I think I probably would. You know, so that's interesting you say that, McShane, because remember the whole thing with Bruce Willis that he right. had, he contracted that that disease yep. where he couldn't he couldn't remember yep. words anymore. Yep. But yep. he, I've seen like seven movies with him in it lately. Mm-hmm. Like newer movies, like made in since 2020. So I, I, I wonder if that's what they did with him. He went on a bin, a movie binge, and I think it was because he knew he was failing. And during COVID, he actually put together like, I think it was like, I think it was about seven movies actually. And he cranked out these B type flicks just to bang. Yeah. And, and then yeah. that was that. Perfect example though. Why not? He's still alive. Yeah. You could go ahead and you could totally do something along with AI there. Val Kilmer. You know, he's got the the voice box in, I think, now, or he had some other stuff go on with, with throat cancer, I think. Yeah, and he, yeah. So I I mean that's another good example. Maybe that is a way to extend a career, but after they die though, that just seems because that's not a a lot of actors put their soul into movies and whatever yeah. they're performing. And that's just, and that's I gotta be that's... soulless. Yeah, that's that's where I start having a problem with it is, you know, you, you can't I mean, that's that would be like saying, well, you know, then let's let's do an AI version of Prince or or Jimi Hendrix. Um, the genius in these people is is the of, of what they can do in the moment. And, you know, the, these actors can suck you in and make you feel emotions that they're feeling or these musicians can take you to a place that you didn't even know existed because they can you know work magic on a guitar it if it's not spontaneous if it's not genuinely a human experience and by god if they can get to that point where they can actually replicate a genuine human experience through an ai character we're lost we're fucked it, it literally <laughs> is the matrix we are we are just all plugged in at that point so what would happen if you took the AI and you programmed it with every skit George Carlin had ever done? And you went ahead and gave it prompts, you know, uh, give me five minutes of stand up. We'll say a thousand word essay George, of George Carlin on the war in Ukraine. I mean, that's basically where chat GPT four is right now. And oh, the way, oh, by the way, five is, is coming out very soon. Um, and they, you know, the top AI people are already, they already cannot, they will not say that it's not sentient. They don't have any proof that it is, but they won't say that it isn't because they're just not sure. And, and so, <laughs> so if, if four is already that close, you know, five is going to be there. And you're right, McShane. That's that's absolutely within the realm of possibility because right now with ChatGPT four, you can you can have you know Romeo and Juliet, but written in the style of Jay Z, and the thing will pop it out in about twenty mill- milliseconds. I mean, it, yep. it, it takes no time at all. It's scary. <laughs> Give me Eminem writing Romeo and Juliet. That's there oh we my go. God. Oh, that would be that would be fantastic. pretty dope, actually. Yeah, <laughs> I'd listen to that or watch it or whatever. Anyway, it's this is all 
see, this is where I get caught up because I am fascinated by this shit. I mean, I, 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 I've said on the past couple of shows, I've just been doing a deep dive on AI and stuff and I'm fascinated by it, but it's like, it, it, I, I feel like that the the blonde girl in the Friday the 13th movies, like I'm curious what's going on in that cabin, but you know, it doesn't end well. You, <laughs> you know, as soon as she opens that door to the cabin, it's over. She's going to get split in half with an ax <laughs> and not from her head down. Nice. Do you remember that one? Hefe? Which mm. one was that? She was doing a handstand or something and he just comes in and just. Was like, it a girl? I thought it was a guy. Oh, it might've been either way. Somebody got a bloody ax wound all the way down. Oof. Yeah. Anyway, I don't, I don't know. I, but I, you know, to get back to the article, I agree with Tom Hanks. I, I do think we will see that. Um, and it's, and it's fascinatingly terrifying. <laughs> I guess is the way I would sum it up. I don't know. All right. So we had some bigger subjects we wanted to get into. We kind of let off the show. <clears throat> Um, with some of our deep dives, which we don't get to those guys very often, but those were three poignant ones that I thought really would have kicked things off. Yeah, no, that, so. that was actually a great a great way to start the show. I, I that was fun. So, Hefe, you get to pick where we're going next. Do you want to go climate, whistleblowers, or the government shutdown? Dun, oh. dun, 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 Let's dun. go whistleblowers. All right. The Durham report came out this week. This was fun. The, the Durham report. Yeah. And this is another one, you know, big shocker, big shocker. Uh, and again, I think, I, I don't know why I feel it's necessary, but I'm just going to say this before we dive into this. None of us, none of us are Trump fans <laughs> in any way, shape or it's form. It's our most, that's, that's our uh, disclaimer every week, but we have to keep coming back to it. It has to be um, because you, you just crazies out there go, Oh, they must support Trump. We do not. Um, we think he's as big a clown as the rest of you do. However, the Durham report came out. A report from special counsel, John Durham accuses the FBI of a double standard for aggressively probing ties between Russia and Donald Trump's 2016 presidential campaign while soft peddling similar claims about foreign foreigners seeking influence over Democratic candidate Hillary Clinton. There were four probes on Hillary Clinton that were all canceled, but the Trump Russia one stuck. Yep. Thank you. Election fraud. Yeah. I mean, big time. That's exactly what it was because it's not like the FBI was doing this um, silently behind closed doors and we didn't know it was happening. Every fucking media outlet ran with it and, and made it a, a thing. They, they, they made it a thing about the election, that there's no way that Trump can win because he's colluding with the Russians. So, yes, it was tampering in our elections. And then that set the, goal, set the stage for 2020 when we had supposed – Russian ties to the election there as well. And Hunter Biden's laptop. Let's not forget that. They got buried. Yes, we did. Yes, we did. So at the end of the day, this comes out. And here's the thing that, 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 that was the real kicker. We have three FBI whistleblowers that come out and they, 
Well, here, let's uh, let's listen. All of the all of the hardships you've gone through. If one of your really good friends, your former colleagues, came to you and said, "I have this thing that is being covered up, and I think the American people know to, know, need to know about it," what advice would you give them? I would tell them first to pray about it, long and hard. And I would tell them I could take it to Congress for them, or I could put them in touch with Congress, but I would advise them not to do it. So you would legitimately try to protect one of your colleagues from doing what you have done? Absolutely. And how do you think that solves being able to shine light on corruption, weaponization, any kind of misconduct that exists with the American people? It doesn't solve it. But the FBI will crush you. This government will crush you and your family if you try to expose the truth about things that they are doing that are wrong. And we are all examples of that. I can't think of a more sobering way to end a hearing. I yield back all of the heart. So the FBI, that was uh, Mr. O'Boyle, uh, one of the FBI agents. He was actually moving between, um, I'm not sure where, where what cities he was moving um, between, but he was part of that investigation and he was going to be, he was blowing the whistle on, on, um, on, I believe it was it was January sixth. Yeah, and they the FBI, who had control over all of his family's furniture, clothing, everything, they locked it up and left him homeless because he was coming out against the FBI. Because because he, he's a whistleblower. And. Before we get too deep into that, because that's a really sobering thing, but um, all of you uh, listening right now need to go and watch that clip. It's in our show notes. Um, Mr. O'Boyle came to play. He showed up to Congress with that fucking tie on. Did you see that thing? My God. <laughs> I mean, he had a he had a a really loud shirt, and then an even louder tie, and then a very conservative blue jacket over it. I that that dude's pimp. But yeah, what a what a fucked up story. That's our that is our, our United States government, federal government. Your tax dollars are paying these people's salaries, and they did this to one of their own, simply because he was saying, "Ah, uh, that's actually not what happened that day." Um, and what two 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 or yeah two other guys that got up there and blew the whistle with him, they all three of them had their had their um, clearance revoked. Oops. Because they're somehow a threat to our republic. I'm sorry. Those are the exact people I want to have the highest clearance. Because if something smells like shit, they're going to call it out. I, I'm 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 disgusted. It's it's concerning, right? I mean, the whole reason why we have whistleblower laws um, is there's there shouldn't be any retaliation. And this whole business that they're not patriotic is it's it, it, it couldn't be farther from the truth. What it does is it it, it it's anti narrative for sure. It's anti establishment. It's anti um, those in power for yep. absolutely sure. Yep. But I f- I am really afraid for the next guy because they're never going to make it to Congress to testify. I agree. Because this is a I, huge black eye. You're right. And well, look at Edward Snowden, dude's still on the run. I think it's ten years as of today or yesterday, isn't it? I think so. Came out? Ten yeah. years, wow, damn. And I mean, the dude can't settle down anywhere. 
I mean, even if you go to a, a, a non-extradition country, you don't think the CIA has fucking agents there? I mean, where 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 can you go on this planet that you could just be like, okay, I'm going to settle here for five years? You couldn't. So this report was all about surveillance. Um, what our FBI does domestically, um, how they treated January 6th, that came up. Um, and <laughs> ironically enough, one of the things that was trying to be hidden was that the FBI actually had people inside the January 6th, which I think we talked about that before, but yep. the insurrection, they had people inside the, inside the insurrection and yep. agent provocateurs. Yeah. So sad. Yeah. And I, really, I, really I, um, gosh, I would really like to. I want to. I'll, I'll say I want to believe that that an organization like the FBI is going to uphold and maintain the highest levels of of scrupulousness, of um, professionalism, um, of of following the letter of the law, and that if anybody deviates from that, that there's 15 other guys around him going, "Hey, hey, hey, whoa, whoa, you're stepping outside the line there." I mean, that's Get back that's online. the one. Yeah. Yeah. That's the one place where I want e extreme conformity and extreme rule following. That's where I want it. And we're finding out that's not at all what's happening. In fact, they're just manipulating shit the way they want to for their ends. And then they say, well, the ends justify the means, so it's all good, right? No, it's not. It's not. I, I, I know you're going to play this clip, so I, I won't give it away, but I love what this dude said. <laughs> This is this is I love what he said. So about this is about the football player. Yeah. Yeah. This is Representative Linda Sanchez accusing accusing one of the FBI whistle whistleblowers. We'll let you go ahead and listen. Thank you. Mr. Allen, have you ever used Twitter? Yes or no? I have utilized Twitter, yes. Okay, and is your account at Marcus A nine seven zero five zero six four five? That is absolutely not my account. Okay, that's not your account. Well, on December 5th, 2022, an account under the name Marcus Allen retweeted a tweet that said, That quote, is not my account, ma'am. You haven't let me finish the question, might sir. Have been the football player. You haven't let me finish the question. <laughs> on and the time is mine. On December 5th, 2022, an account under the name of Marcus Allen retweeted a tweet that said, quote, Nancy Pelosi staged January 6th retweet if you agree end quote do you agree with that statement yes or no that that is i don't no ma'am that's not my account at all i have i'm no asking idea. whether you agree with that statement yes or no can you please rephrase the statement yeah. do you think I'm the gentle lady has expired staged january 6th i just want him to answer he'll answer, he'll answer. yeah he'll answer i'm just telling you your time's up do you believe that Nancy Pelosi, do you agree with the statement that this person tweeted that Nancy Pelosi staged January 6th? Yes I, I or no? No. Thank you. <laughs> Stick that in your cut and smoke it. Seriously. <laughs> These are the people that are elected. Yeah. Thanks, California, for putting that one in office. Is that where she's from? Yes, she's yeah. a Democrat from California, and she's uh, a fucking idiot. I mean, you know yeah, what though? He was like, a hell of a football player, though. Oh, oh Marcus yeah. Allen was a stud. Do you remember him on Tech Mobile? Oh God, hell he, yeah! He was, 
he was fun to play with on Technobol. Yeah, I I liked that that was this this Marcus Allen's comeback. He's like that could be the football player. <laughs> it's not me. Yeah. 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 <laughs> oh man. I so I heard a quote today. I actually wanted to this is a perfect time to bring this up. I want to I want to know what um what you you both think about this. Um I cannot remember his name now. Fuck, I'm I'm going to have to effort here. But uh he's he's running for Congress. His name is Chemeth. Uh, do you know who I mean, McShane? Um, well, the only Chamath I know is the, um, no, I can't. He's a, he's a big time player on the stock market and he's a VC capitalist. Chamath Puppialti or something like that. Yeah, that's, maybe that's. Different guy? I don't know. Maybe, maybe not. Because I thought this guy was running for, yeah, this is the guy. Chamath. Uh, God, I'm going to butcher this. Palihapitiya. Palihapitiya. Um, he's Sri Lankan born Canadian American venture capitalist. Yeah. I thought he was running for Congress. This guy. Anyway. Yeah. I, yeah, okay. exactly. Anyway, right. he, he, I, I was listening to a podcast and he was one of several guests, but, um, man, he's, he's a, he's an intelligent guy. He, he's, he sees kind of big picture stuff. And uh, it just seemed like every every topic that came up, he just everybody kind of deferred to him because he he really had some amazing statements. But what I want to ask your guys' opinion on, um, he he said something. He said we are suffering um, from an infection um, by overeducated dumb people. <laughs> <laughs> what what do you guys think about that? Hefe, go ahead. That's uh, I can totally see that. That makes a lot of sense, actually. Yeah, overeducated right. dumb people. Yep, an infection of overeducated dumb people. Um, what huh. about you, McShane? What do you think? No, I, I think it's accurate. I think I think it's I, I think you've got two infections. You've got overeducated dumb people, and then you've got undereducated dumb people who are you are yielding to the, those that think that they know everything that there is to know about everything. Yeah. I, I, I you got agree. two I, things going on. Yeah, um, I, that's an important, that's an important point because if, <clears throat> yeah, we are, we are ceding all of our power to these people just because they have some degrees because they went to a university somewhere. Um, and you know, one example he brought up, he's like, you know, look at, look at, there's an entire continent and he, and he's talking about Europe, an entire continent, that has completely given away all of their their rights as far as the power they need, electricity that they need, to other countries. They've given it all away. Why? Because of a 16-year-old girl that somehow, you know, Greta Thunberg come up and and captured people's whatever. And so these these overeducated, I have seven master's degrees or I'm a PhD, they say, well, I think, you know, we should shut down all of our nuclear plants. We should you know, shut down all of our coal plants and we should just do wind and solar. How's that working out for them right now? How's that well, working out? I, I think it's, it depends on not. what the, I think it depends on what the end goal is though too, right? I mean. Okay, what what's the end goal? Well, I, I don't think it's saving the planet. That's for one. Okay, exactly. But so, yeah, I, I mean, it's probably going just great for those in charge. 
But going back to but but going back to the undereducated masses that are voting for these people to go in, they're as much a culprit as the as this over educated nefarious pricks that are actually running the show. Yeah, and I they're getting duped. I and I actually I think I'm not I'm not even I'm not disagreeing with you. I think though that that's giving the people in power way too much credit. I actually think they're that stupid. I I think there's people behind the scenes pulling strings, but I think the actual elected officials and the CEOs and people running some of these companies, I actually think they're fucking they they make decisions based off of what the people say they should do and not what's best for the country, the continent, the 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 company. Oh yeah, yeah. I, I don't I don't I don't think any of them have our, our collective best interests in no. mind. No, they're they're idiots. They're stupid. And and all of Europe is going to suffer because of that. And I'm not saying we're any better off here in the states, but that's just like one example that he brought up that I mean, Europe is in serious trouble with their power usage right now and their and their available power. Same with California. They're asking people not to charge their electric vehicles because of the heat wave. I mean, it's it, it's 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 beetle headed. It's it's stupid. It doesn't make any sense. And yet, everyone's like, "Let's get Gavin Newsom as president. He's doing a great job." Come on. How are those beers going, guys? Uh, that was ready a while ago. That was really smooth. It was a really smooth beer. <laughs> oh, that's that's really good news. Good. Good. Really good. FA, is it a is it a two beer night or is it a three beer night? Because you do have some smoother, um, lower octane beers, I think. So if you wanted to go, you know, two in our next half of the show, you could probably get away with oh. that. Oh, yeah. That'd be a new record. Yeah, you got Hefe. You got Hefe's wheels turning there. I can hear the hamster running. It would it would be a new record for you. We've done three before, <laughs> so, yeah. so I'd be tying a record. You yes. would definitely be tying our record, yes. Yeah. Well, happily, it would be in the books. Yes, yes. You're uh, always yeah. in the books. <laughs> okay, now I'm doing. I'm doing three. All right. All right. All right. So you dug. You dug yours. That was the eight bit uh, white wizard. Yep. Uh, was that? I had the name right, right? Uh, no, it was um. Because <laughs> that'd be racist. A white mage. I was gonna- Let's say let's let's be careful. Maze, yeah. Let's be careful where we go okay. here. White mage, not grand <laughs> wizard, or any, okay. All right, good. Um, <laughs> Fitz, how how was yours? Um, you know, remarkably, um, this beer, and I, I want you guys to stay with me here. Um, okay, so we started making out right, um, and then and then we skipped right over second, right over third base. Um, clothes were torn off, shredded. Wow. Um, and, and at this point she's asking me to put my hands on her throat. I mean, it's, it, Whoa. This is, yeah, she's, you've, you've never had a choking beer. No. And she is asking for me. She's asking for more. Wow. Um, right. Yeah. This is a fucking really good beer. It started out good. It's, it's winding up and I, <clears throat> and you know, I do not say this uh, lightly. This is winding up in kind of my top five range. Wow. Um, it, it, the the chocolate and the smoothness of this thing is I'm really really impressed by it. That that um apple caramel apple beer last week was also really tremendous. They yeah. I again just want to thank uh the Grays for 
sending me some really good stuff. Um, but this beer is just god damn, it's hitting the spot. It's so good. Oh, all right, well, good for you. All yeah, right. and it, we're, um, we're fully fully consensual here. By the way, this is I'm not. She <laughs> asked me to do it. Yep. Yeah. They, they, well, he made her sign that form. Yeah. Right. Right. We had the <laughs> yes. waiver. We there's a DNR waiver. or DNA. No, it was. Uh, <laughs> Whoa. Hey. <laughs> Easy. <laughs> oh, I, we just. What? That's not a home run. NDA. That's like, I meant NDA. Just, yeah. Oh, okay. Yes. Uh, NDA. Not... <laughs> I just left the fucking baseball field. Oh shit! How about you, McShane? How's your How's your beer doing? Well, apparently it's going really well. Fifteen um, percent. So let's. <laughs> um. Uh. It's a sweater. Let's go ahead and put it that way. Um, I have a nice sweat breaking out because of this thing. Oh, okay. So you're um, not knitting a sweater. You're, no. You're actually sweating. Yep. I'm actually sweating. Yes. Um, so really great. Still very smooth. I'm still not through it. It's very much a sipper. So I'm actually regretting not making this my second beer. But I thought it'd be fun as a first one. So we'll have to see what happens with the second one here. Um, but I, I'm enjoying it. It's a very drinkable yeah. barley wine. Very pleasant, um, not too hot, like I said, and uh, that alcohol is hitting though. Ooh, yeah, I would imagine it is. Yep. <clears throat> All right, uh, we're gonna go ahead and get uh, after it to beer two. All right, beer two. I am going with Fury Kolsch. Did that sound oh. cool? Oh yeah, that sounded real cool. Fury Kolsch. Feel the fury of this thirst-quenching Kolsch-style ale from Saltfire. Kolsch are unique because they are fermented with a hybrid yeast and then finished off with cold lagering. Roll in a superior hop blend and you have the best of both worlds. A light and easy-drinking beer that presents a crisp and clean finish. Delightfully insane. <laughs> Wow. I'm not I like my women. There you go. There <laughs> you go. Insane. I like so, I like my beer like I like my women. Uh it's a salt fire, so I know it's gonna be a good beer, but I have never had a six point two percent Kolsch before. Oh my god, no, no, never. Um that's a little high ABV for something totally. that should be very clean, very crisp, very easy. Yeah, they're they're usually in the fours. Maybe yeah. five, maybe yeah. like, but low, yeah, low five, um, 4.2 to 5.2, like yeah. right in there. Um, gorgeous beer, uh, yellow. Um, it's like a rich piss color, uh, to borrow something <laughs> from, from Hefe earlier. <laughs> I believe they call that um, golden. It is, it is a golden As piss color, yes, a golden it shower, is. like that. Yeah. <laughs> yes, yes. Yes. It's our golden shower episode. Um, smells really Glad good. Glad I'm here for it. Yeah. <laughs> Aren't <Yes>. you? <laughs> Couldn't have done it without you, Hefe. <clears throat> right. Oh. It's a Kolsch. Not as full features as I would have liked. I like uh, my Kolsch's to have a little bit of a honey yeah. flavor or texture to them. It's not what I'm getting from this one. This one's actually a little on the bitter side. But um, if anybody out there is looking for a $4 Budweiser, 
<laughs> uh, that's in the area that this is. I'm actually kind of bummed by that. We'll see. Blah, have to see how blah. it goes. Yeah, it's going to be an easy drinker, but yeah, not what I was looking for. Yeah, especially going from that that amazing barley wine to yeah, yeah, yeah. Very, very, very good call. Hefe, what do you have over there? I have. Well, I always hear you guys talking about um, your chocolate stouts and stuff like that. I've never had one that I know of, <clears throat> so I wanted to try this one. This is also from Buttercup, and it's a uh, breakfast stout, double chocolate coffee oatmeal. Ooh. So it sounds pretty good. Yeah, that sounds from uh, from uh, meaty. It's from Founders. Oh, okay. Founders, nice. founders, uh, they're kind of up there on our list of like they just don't make bad beers. Yeah, yeah, they're 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 amazing. So is that a uh, is that a KBS? Yeah, that's what I was gonna ask. Don't know what that means. Uh, well, on on the on the beer itself, does it say KBS and then like double chocolate stout something like that? No, huh. their their KBS is kind of their it's it's one of their better beers and it's uh their Kentucky breakfast stout and huh. uh I mean it's a it's a phenomenal beer but then they've kind of based a bunch of other beers off of that KBS so interesting that so, you found one that isn't so that's actually that's actually their breakfast stout I have yeah. I have it up on the screen is that is that the one you've got there yeah that's it with the baby eating out of the bowl yeah yeah yes yes that's yes. Good, good 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 okay nice awesome. yeah well all right so it's an eight point three with uh, sixty IBUs. Is that uh... that's yep. a that's a little little bitter, but not too bad at all. I don't like bitter. So it's... no, no, it, it won't. It won't. I mean, anything below my my mark is like anything below seventy five, and it doesn't really taste bitter. Um, you get right. up above seventy five, and you're into the you know the IPAs and the more bitter bitter beers. Yep. Bitter beer face. Hmm. That's not my style. <laughs> oh no! <laughs> yeah. So, what is it that's off-putting about it? Is is besides it not being your style? I mean, you think you knew it was a stout going in, but what what was the what was the most triggering about it? It is. It's got a little bitterness to it. Um, okay. But I've never been a dark beer kind of guy. Okay. Um, you guys were drinking Guinness and I never, never was, but, um, I don't know. It's... All right. So this is going to be terrible. interesting to me. So do you uh, taste the chocolate? Do you taste the coffee? I taste some coffee. Okay. Yeah. Um, it's not horrible. I'm, I'm not, you know, it's just my personal preference. I'm sure it's a good beer, but, um, yeah. I mean, I drink coffee, but I've never been a coffee beer kind of guy. Okay. But, but I'll, you know, I'll stick to it. I'll, uh, I'll see how this goes. Not scared. Do you, do you, uh, <laughs> you get any of the chocolate in there? I didn't really get any chocolate. Let me try again. Hold on. <laughs> How's it, how does it Good. smell? Oh, and here's another question. Are you drinking out of the bottle or you, or do you have a glass? Well, <clears throat> funny story. 
um, I wanted to get something like uh, fits you drink out of a Yeti, right? Uh, yes. Yes. Generally. Yes, I do. So I was going to get something like that. Um, but I was at Walmart. So I got this teal colored, um, I don't know. It's like a water bottle kind of thing, <laughs> but it seals. Um, cause I don't really like, the, you know, I mean, I know you're supposed to let the bar- beer warm up a little bit, but I don't like warm beer. So, um, so to answer your question, I'm just drinking this out of a, uh, fucking water bottle okay so i want to i'm gonna um so i'm gonna suggest something take the top off okay yes that's that's what i was gonna say is i do drink out of a yeti but i do have the top off because i do want it to get air out and warm up yeah exactly exactly get some oxygen in there and then um a lot of it gotta remember a lot of the craft beer it all starts in the nose so you're going to, your experience is going to totally change when you can start smelling this thing and then drinking it at the same time, much mm. like going down on, um, you know, somebody you love. Oh, okay. Or I'm always down with that. Even someone you don't love. <laughs> or somebody you don't give a shit about. Yeah. Yeah. They, there you they go. smell too. Yeah. <laughs> Everybody smells when you get down there. <laughs> I think, Some we just show. I think we just, <laughs> yeah, think we right. just named the show everybody smells <laughs> when you get down there it's a long it's a long title but i can fit it in but it's appropriate yeah you always could steve uh, <laughs> hey oh, oh. <laughs> uh, that's a singer oh, all right fitz what do you got uh all right well um i went a bit more local on this second beer here. This is from Lewitt Brewing. Uh, they are ah. a Vancouver, Washington outfit. I've had several of their beers on the show. I I don't think I've been displeased with any of them. Um, I know that one in particular was, was extremely good for me. Um, it was one of their chocolate stouts. Um, so this one is called Gleaming the Shadows. Uh, it is a barrel-aged uh, imperial stout just a straight up imperial stout i thought you know i we 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 often end up mixing in you know shit chocolate and and marshmallows and cinnamon and you know fucking peaches and we just there's all these crazy beers that we try on the show and they're great for the show but tonight i i just wanted i just wanted a straight up old fashioned imperial stout and so i went with with this one from lewit um all right i i I poured it a while ago, so it's already warmed up a little bit. So let's see how it how it tastes. Mm. Wow. So this is a nine nine seven, nine point seven uh okay. ABV. We're kind of boozy for what it is. I, I would if you hadn't told me or if I couldn't read on the can what the ABV was, I would have guessed eleven percent plus. Um, wow. So it's it's kind of boozy, but really I'm I'm gonna guess oak barrel aged. Um, I'm getting a lot of oakiness, a lot of um, sort of those earth tones. Um, it's a it's a lot of high notes in this beer though, for it being an imperial stout. Um, not not there's a little bit of the earth there, but not not those like warm leathery uh, flavors you sometimes get. So it's a Sounds it's dry. a good beer. 
It's solid. It it is. It's it's drier than I it's drier than I would have liked. Uh, it's hard to get to second base when she just she's just not wet. Well, she, you you got you got to you got to spend your time with her though. You know, you that's gotta, true. Sometimes you got to rev the engine. You got to pave the way. Well, um, right. Look what happened last time. I mean, I we went straight from first base all the way to you know right. tighter. Right. Chelsea I mean more. Yeah, I mean, and not not every beer is going to be easy, right? Sometimes you got to work a little bit. You know, that's a goddamn. That's a great point. You know, I've mm-hmm. been out of the dating scene so long. I you forget these things, but you're right. I need to. I need to. I need to put in my time. Or go to Tinder. <laughs> or that. What? So I've been what told. Kind of a, what kind of advice would you give somebody who's just starting out for dating again? Oh my god. Don't. Yeah. In, <laughs> in today's day and age. I mean, and I'm I'm not I I'm not making a a, a qualitative or even quantitative judgment here. This is, this is just kind of what it is, but all of the, um, God, I guess I'll use the word, all of the power of the, the dating game has, has gone to the women, all of it. Um, I mean, to the point where I can't imagine trying to date right now. I really can't. Um, because if you say the wrong thing, you do the wrong thing, you come off, you open a door she doesn't want you to. You pay for dinner she doesn't want you to. Um, or you don't pay and she did want you to. I mean, we are so mixed up. We're getting so many mixed signals from, from women these days. Um, and and I... Well, in society I as a whole. That's what I mean. I So it's, it's a clusterfuck. And I... You know, back in the day, I used to feel like um, I... It was my job to do... Um, amazing things to win a woman over, to impress her with who I was as a person. That's not enough anymore. Women today want want the guy that's you know over six foot two, makes six figures, doesn't have an ex wife or any kids. Um, you know, I mean, we've talked about that on the show before too. They what they want is literally like point zero zero one percent of the male yep. population. I mean, there, there's not that many guys out there that fit your bill, and if you're not in that bill they don't even look at you so i i i i don't know honestly my advice would be exactly jefe's just don't do it buy yourself a real doll it's cheaper in the long <laughs> run and you, i mean then you just get to live your life and go do your stuff when you want dude i don't know that's a sad statement i i don't really mean that women are great women are amazing and that's the thing is i i feel like a lot of would-be co- possible connections, love connections, or just, you know, I, and we've all had those girlfriends that that we sort of grew on like a cancer. Like they didn't really like us at first, but then we just ended up winning them over. That's right. That that doesn't happen anymore. Nobody there, likes a slow play. Nobody likes a slow no, play. It's, it's swipe it's left or swipe right. Yeah. It's so I don't I don't know. I would have zero advice. If I had sons right now, I don't know how you guys are doing it with sons. Um, I mean, I, I would just be like, hey, you tell me how you're doing it, because I have no words of wisdom to give you. Now, once you're dating and you're trying to win her over and 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 set up a at least a you know a girlfriend relationship with her, then I have some advice. But as far as winning her over in the beginning, I don't know. 
You know what we can warm up, though? The climate. Let's go to the climate, shall we? Yeah, let's. Once again. <laughs> Fitz is pumped. <laughs> Y'all ready for eating bugs? Hey! Oh, shit. CBS segment highlights how adding bugs to the food system could be a game changer to fight climate change. Unbelievable. They're going to keep hammering this and hammering this and hammering this until everybody's eating crickets. Yeah, I mean, do you remember just recently how somebody was saying, "No, oh, stop it! It's it's just a it's a conspiracy theory that the rich elite want us to eat bugs. That's not really happening." And then CBS comes out with this with this segment. I mean, literally two weeks or three weeks after that, they were like, "Come on, that's not really happening. You're ridiculous." And then, boom! Mainstream media is like, "Hold my beer! <laughs> <laughs> I got it- this." It really is crazy. Did you know that they, for the world, 1.2 trillion insects are raised on farms each year? 1.2 uh, trillion. I don't know really how they like counted that, but that's the estimated up to 1.2 trillion insects are raised each year. Okay. I'm, I mean, I know other cultures, other parts of the world, you know, Insects are like part of the street fair. It, you know, it, it's part of their their culture that, I mean, it's just, they, that's what they eat. But we weren't raised that way. And, and I'm, I won't ever, I don't think, now who knows, extreme starvation or whatever, who knows. But I will never actively go out and seek insects to eat. I mean, I just, I, that's just not where my mindset is. I have a certain palate. It's it's been brought up on, you know, not even Western food, but just a, a wide variety of ways to cook beef, chicken, turkey, and and even tofu. But but bugs, I I just don't know if I can go there. <clears throat> so, have you either of you seen the shift in narratives though? There's there's two pieces that I found that, that were interesting. One, you're starting to see memes about how people will shun bugs above the water, but we're totally fine with crustaceans, yeah, crabs. That, that's true. Shrimp, lobster. lobster. Yep. We're yep. totally fine with things like that. That, I found, was very interesting. That's been going on, at least from what I've seen for the last two weeks. The other thing is, the other piece that they're starting to put in there is that well, we're, we just really want to get the bugs up so we can go ahead and turn that in the feed for, you know, like the cattle and things so that we're yeah. not producing, um, you know, wheat, grain for cattle to eat. We want them to be going and eating the protein and, and, and eating these these bug-based feeds. And I, I mean, I guess if I'm one step removed from the bugs, like if if the steak I'm eating ate bugs... I guess I'd be okay with that. I don't know. But, you know, any any little difference in what, uh, you know, a cattle is eating, for instance, can change how it tastes. Yeah. And so oh, I, I, don't, I, don't, I don't even know that that would be acceptable unless they just slowly introduced it and you just didn't under – you know, you, you didn't catch the change of flavor in, in your steak or your hamburger. 
I don't know. I, it just seems so, mm. well, I'll say it how I was going to say it, but I, but I, even thinking about how I was going to say it, maybe I don't mean it this way, but it, it <laughs> seems like they're, they're treating us like less than human, but, but the caveat to that is I know that there are people and cultures around that. I mean, that's just, that's their diet. They eat bugs anyway. So I'm not saying that those people are less than human. Not at all. I'm just saying it's, that's what it feels like to us who grew up with, you know, with real meat, with real burgers and steaks. And then to say, well, you don't get that anymore because it's, you know, somehow destroying the climate, which there's still no actual proof of that. Um, and so now you have to eat these, these insects, these creatures. I don't, I don't know. And that's, that's interesting what you brought up about the, you know, the lobster and crab. And I mean, that, that, that is true. I mean, they kind of are, you know, they have exoskeletons. They share a lot of qualities with, with insects. Um, the problem is they're, they're just, they're also delicious. Like, <laughs> well, I mean, I, they're lobster... not bugs though. No, they're but... not. I, and it's a stupid meme, but, but the interesting thing to me was that, okay, this, let's go ahead and get a meme out there. And yeah, they look kind of like bugs. Let's go ahead and get, let's just, let's just go ahead and make everybody comfortable with it. Cause we'll, we'll put a nice meme out there and then we'll make everybody feel silly for, you know, shunning crickets and roaches and, and mealworms and stuff like that. That's all. That's all I was seeing with, with the meme that's, that's I, going around. No, that's, I, that's I hear that too. And I think in the, you know, the zoological family tree, you know, shrimp and lobsters are definitely closer to insects than they are to say elephants or cattle um well, sure but but they're not the same no and they are delicious <laughs> children's health defense new york to track residents food purchases and place caps on meat served by public institutions and you know what they're going to replace that meat with Da, 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 da. Bugs. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> what the Good fuck? God. So, yeah, this is, again, Mayor Adams, the vegan who eats fish, yeah. um, is willing to go ahead and start tracking the carbon footprint of households' food consumption. And putting caps on how much red meat can be served in public institutions as part of a sweeping initiative to achieve a 33% reduction in carbon emissions from food by 2030. If you have kids going to school, you get Vegan Fridays. Congratulations. <laughs> well said, Hefe. Uh, See, aren't you glad you're here for the whole show, Hefe? <laughs> See now, yeah, this is um, it just pisses me off reading this shit because they're just taking. Their own idea. I don't know. They're just taking the shit and running with it. And they're just making new rules along the way as they go in the name of what they said in the first place. It's just. They're, they're over-educated dumb people. Yeah. Yes. And they, and they, and they get to rest 
on the fact that I have a degree, so I get to say what's right. And and really, but what you're saying is fucking dumb. It has no common sense to it. Mm-hmm. You know, degree or not. I mean, I don't give a shit what, how many degrees you have. That's meaningless to me. What kind of a person are you? And are you thinking through the problem? Are you evaluating the problem and coming up with a proper solution? No, you are not. I, I, you know, the most successful time on this planet uh, for for uh, plant life to, to just – I mean it, it just exploded. I mean literally the ice caps were gone. Um, and every inch of land was covered in trees and plants. Um, and it, I mean, it was actually called the coniferous, you know, uh, time period because it, it was just it was just covered in trees, conifers everywhere. Um, the carbon levels in the atmosphere were like ten times greater than they are in our atmosphere right now. Um, and so, how do we survive that? We were not we were not alive then, <laughs> which is a good thing I think because the dinosaurs were roaming around. Um, which, by the way, I saw the movie uh, sixty five million years ago with uh, Adam Adam Driver. Uh, <laughs> it's, it's, uh, it was it was worth uh, the seventy four cents that I paid to rent it. <laughs> mm. We had a, we had a coupon, so it was actually five seventy four whatever or no five ninety nine. But our we had a coupon. For you know, four twenty-five or whatever. No, five twenty-five. Now, yeah, five twenty-five. So right. we paid seventy-four cents for it, and uh, and it was worth that. But I wouldn't have paid any more for it. it it's it's not great. It's not great. Um, but anyway, um, so so all these people that are jumping on and saying climate change is is bad and it's killing the environment. That's that's so. It's not accurate. Because if that was the case, then all we would just have is just more plants. Like the more carbon, the more plants. Um, so that's totally false. And then you start basing policy, actual policy for New York City based on that that misleading you know, fact or not even a fact, but just a totally false falsification. You're going to base all of your – all your policy from here on out is going to be based on a on a false premise, and I just I don't I don't know why it keeps going because there's enough of us out there saying, um, actually you're completely wrong. That's that's not at all what's going to happen, and they yet they just keep doing it, and it's because again this is a wide brushstroke, but they have their degrees, and so damn you if you if you're going to tell me what to do because I have more degrees than you. That's what it boils down to. Yeah. The scientists say it's so, then it's so, right? Right. Follow the science. God, that's forever ruined. It truly forever is. And, and here's one of the things that I find fascinating is that you don't see great experts in these fields talking about this stuff. You get jackasses like Mayor Adams. Food is the third, large, third biggest source of cities' emission, emissions right after buildings and transportation, Adams said. But all food is not created equal. The vast majority of food that is contributing to our emissions cries, lies in, sorry, crisis lies in meat and dairy products. Zero proof of that. He added, it's easy to talk about the emissions that are coming from buildings and how it impacts our environment. But we now have to talk about beef. 
And I don't know if people are ready for this conversation. I, I'm ready for the conversation. I'm ready to eat a big yeah. fat fucking steak. I, yeah, I actually, I actually um, think a lot of people are ready for this conversation. I think we want to have the conversation. The 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 policymakers, those are the fuckheads that don't want to have the conversation. We want to. Let's well, talk about it. Let's let's go and find out what Adams has stock in. <laughs> yes. Oh, there you go. Yes. Is it Impossible Meats? What other vegan, you know, meat, fake meat, does he have stock in? That's what I would like to know. I would yeah. love to see what his portfolio is. I would a vegan, Adam's a vegan who, according to Whistleblower, also eats fish, credits plant-based diet for his recovery from diabetes. He is the author of Healthy at Last, a plant-based approach to preventing and reversing diabetes and other chronic illnesses. Buy my book. Yeah, right. And I listen, I'm not I I, I actually I have heard that before that a, a mostly, you know, vegetable-based diet can cure your diabetes. I mean, it can literally reverse diabetes. But that's well, because you're cutting out all the sugars and all the carbs and shit. If you're going if, from eating Twinkies every fucking day. Right, exactly. And it's you're not, eating McDonald's every fucking day. Yep. And you're just sucking down Coke every day. Yeah. Yep. A diet change is probably good for you. But that doesn't mean everybody has to fucking get on, on task and do that. It's like nope. dieting. Yeah, eat healthy. There you go. Congratulations on your diet. You're going to feel better. Hey, so did you guys know um, that uh, we have a real breakthrough that's happened? South Africa? Yeah. It's beating its climate goal. Do you guys know what their secret is? Uh, I I actually do know what their secret is, but please in, inform well, our... Well, no. Please tell our listeners, Fitz. Well... They've reached their goals because they have blackouts. <laughs> they just cut the power off to everybody. I mean, that's that is a brilliant solution. Hey it's guys, fucking we phenomenal. Need, we need to cut emissions. Why don't we just have everybody get cast back into the 16th century? And you don't go. need power. You don't need yeah. energy. Yeah, so rated. Make a fire to cook your food and and oh, washing your clothes. Just buy a washing board. Get some get some old dirty water that hasn't been purified by any of the electric pumps at our water company because those aren't running either. That's brilliant. It's brilliant. Folks, it's a Bloomberg article. Enjoy the journey. Oh, South Africa wow. emissions are falling ahead of 2025 target because of breakdowns at their power plants. <laughs> what the ever-loving fuck? Hi. I don't. I I mean, okay. I mean that's so I have I have a, a nest uh thermostat. Okay. I, I think I've I've talked about it on the show. I, I yeah. bought it a while back and I, I installed it myself. Um and I and that's not the remarkable part because I know a lot of people have installed nests on their own and which by the way, there's like no less than fifteen wires back there that you have to put in the right spot. Right. But I did it. But I was fucking blind drunk when I did it. <laughs> I couldn't. I couldn't even read the manual. 
<laughs> I, I was I was drinking Imperial Stouts and I was on my third one and I and I oh, and I tried God. to and I installed this thing and it fucking works. I, like I did it right. So I mean literally it was a coin flip and I and I just happened to come out heads on that one. But anyway, that all that's over to the side. That would be like because um, Nest sends you this email every month, like, "Hey, you're in the top five percent of Nest users in your area. Good job, you've earned you know thirty one Nest this month. Whatever." Well, that would be like me just effectively shutting it off, and 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 we're sweltering in here, um, or we're freezing during the winter, and being like, "Hey, we've cut our costs." Yeah, you did, but you did it by just turning everything off. That's not. That's not an effective solution. We're looking for ways to increase efficiency and to to make things better so that we can maintain our quality of life but pay less. And, and uh, uh, apparently South Africa is like, eh, quality of life, quality of life. <laughs> Fuck it. Fuck it, yeah. Just turn it off. I, you know, did we mention it last week? I think we mentioned it last week that They've been able to measure um, in in like really super low frequencies that plants actually scream when you hurt them. <laughs> no, we didn't. We no, oh, we didn't cover that one. We, we didn't, didn't get to cover it. that. But yes, that's a thing. You're right. That's a well, thing. <laughs> They've measured that when you cut a a plant's leaf off, it screams. So, so now are you so vegans? You're okay going to bed with all the screams of the carrots and cauliflower that you murdered that <laughs> night? You're okay with that? You fucking psychos. My 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 steak, it died quick. It didn't scream at all. I, I didn't pull off just a leaf or a leg. It just died, and I had parts of it. When plants are deprived of water, they may emit a scream that is too high frequency for humans to hear. <laughs> Take that, I mean, vegans. Yeah. Go to sleep with that in your pie hole. Uh God, what are we dude, have we turned into those old men where we're like, <laughs> oh, these kids these days, they don't get, understand anything. Get off my lawn. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Oh. Cock the shotgun. All well, right, where are we going next? We're philosophers. That's what we're doing here. I'm I'm willing that, to go and yes. <laughs> is that I'm it? Gonna, I'm gonna throw like, my I'm gonna throw my money on that. Like Ptolemy? Oh wait, no, he was black. Never mind. Whoa, yeah, whoa, 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 yeah. whoa, whoa, hey, 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 hey. I'm just Hey, saying. you know who's rapey? <laughs> yes, I do. Rudy Giuliani. <laughs> Dude, he's literally on the top of my list of rapists. He he's he has surpassed Bill Cosby. Oh, uh, yeah, yo, totally. You know why? Because he doesn't even have to drug him. He just, no. he just gets in a hotel room and pulls his pants down. You remember the Borat thing? Yes. yes, that's what I'm talking about. Well, the Borat thing was like, okay, maybe that was staged. Maybe that wasn't like real. Maybe they totally tricked him. And you, you had like a little bit of plausible deniability there, right? But now you've got this Noel Dunphy who has just lit his fucking world on fire with how awful a human being he is. This guy withheld, withheld salary from her because he didn't want it to go on the books so that his wife would find out. Oof. He would get her drunk. And, it's, and supposedly he was paying her a great deal of money, but he wasn't like like paying her it. So she was in a position where it's like, so I, I, I can't, I, there's no HR department. I only work for this, you know, this, this sack of shit. And she was totally so, manipulated. Now, this so is alleged. I mean, this hasn't gone to gone to trial yet. 
But yeah, fuck. But, but wasn't wasn't there? So basically, she's a call girl. For, I mean, well, that's how he was treating her. Except money, but, she's a well-educated. Right. I think she even has a law degree, doesn't she, or something? Yes, she, yes, right. She does. She was she's, hired she's, on legitimately. She's a well-educated, and, legitimately smart person. Yeah, but yeah, but in this article, there's um, other people have stepped forward now. So th- right. she's not alone. Other other women in his office. I mean, all kinds of weird shit he was doing. Just reaching up their skirts, you know, un- unsolicited reach up the skirt. Um, you know, lewd well, comments. The naked Zoom eyes. meetings are a big, like, <laughs> indicator, right? Yes, please, please elaborate on that. He would set up Zoom meetings when they weren't in the same city where he would ask her to get naked so they can discuss whatever's on his agenda for the day. What? Yes. <laughs> hey, this guy, America's mayor, is America's biggest piece of shit right now. And we've had a lot of pieces of shit. Oh, yeah. Hey, just so you guys know, I'm completely nude right now. Well, I expected you to not be wearing pants, but totally nude. That's I mean, that's that's how else, solid. How else are you going to get down to business if you you know if your dick isn't hanging out, if your tits aren't hanging out? I completely how, agree. How can you even discuss the important issues if if anything is covered? Jesus Christ! Seriously, this 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 fucking guy needs to. Yeah. Ah, you know this. This is where you see something like that, and this is where when when people say, "Well, you know, there's there's old white guy privilege." I, I'm kind of like, "Yeah, you're right. There is because of this fucking asshole. Like he does not represent all of us, but he does definitely represent a a subset of of our culture that gets away with whatever the fuck they want, and they all need to burn all of them." Well, you know what, Fitz. Are we going to talk about the mongoloid now? Yes, we're <laughs> going to talk about the mongoloid. Can we discuss John Fetterman representing in shorts in ba- in in a hoodie and basketball shorts? Way to go, Pennsylvania! I mean, I know you had Doctor Oz to go up against him, but Jesus. Yeah. But Oz at least wore a suit. Yeah, and he was a chucklehead. But this is fucking insane. How do you show up to a press conference in a fucking hoodie? And basketball shorts. Hefe, you you have um you have one job. That was creepy. Um you have a you have a you have one job where you have to show up in uniform every night for sure. And then you have another job where you you it's it's a bit little bit looser, right? Yeah, yeah. So so, um, would it be acceptable for you to just show up in a hoodie and shorts every day to that more casual job? Um, actually, I might get by with that. Okay. Okay. Just but. to be clear, are you a senator or a congressman? I was just gonna say. <laughs> does does this job involve you getting on television? No. No, are no, you, no. Are you representing like millions of people? Nope. Are you making policy decisions? Absolutely not. Actually, I, I did make the decision to wear shorts because they were enforcing pants. This is like, I don't know, 25 years ago. And I was like, no, I'm not going to wear pants. 
and I wore shorts ever since. <laughs> Rebel. Oh yeah, I love it, dude. That that would be a hard. You're in and out of the car. It's hot. Oh, yeah. You know, you're in Phoenix. That that would be hard to wear pants. Um, yeah, fuck that. I I just I it it just floors me. I mean, you, you think about again. I'm gonna admit my romantic sort of infatuation with JFK, but but JFK when he was a senator, um, and really anybody from that time frame, they never they 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 wore suits when they went out on the boat for the weekend. Like they weren't mm-hmm. even. You know, they weren't even at Congress and they were in suits because they, they gave a shit about their appearance. They gave a shit about the 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 air that they were putting out there, their their image that look, if you wanna if if you wanna I'm gonna take myself seriously, so I want you to take me seriously. That's what that was the message. That's what and it was this, all about. Yeah. This fucking guy shows up. How can you take him seriously in a hoodie and shorts? It's a disgrace. That's our our governing body, and you're showing up like you just woke up on a from a Saturday nap. Yeah, it's disgusting. Just rolled out of bed. Yep, I've rolled out of bed and put on a suit, <laughs> better and tie, yeah, exactly. Exactly. hung over as fuck. Yep, and still look more professional than this motherfucker. Yep, <sighs> unbelievable. Yeah, so I mean, here my, my toast goes out to all those voters in Pennsylvania who did not vote for this fucking idiot. I, I want to say a shout out to the ones that didn't vote for either one of these fucking guys because Dr. Oz can suck a dick. Well, all right. Fair enough. That, you know, that was, so we're at the point in our, in our political system here where, and again, we've talked about this, but you're literally having to choose between the lesser of two really bad people you have no choices yeah i mean the choice is really bad really really bad or worse (laughs) and you're like well i guess i'll go with really really bad um because at least there's a little bit of hope there that maybe they'll do something worth a shit um yeah and you're thinking maybe next time we'll have a better choice but you never do no it, it just gets worse just gets worse but you know what? You know how the government makes up for that? God damn, I can't believe you're going here. Oh, <laughs> yes, I am. State Department offers counseling to misgendered employees triggered by email pronoun debacle. The State Department will offer counseling to any employee who feels hurt or upset by a system-wide email glitch that temporarily assigned random and often incorrect gender pronouns to staff. <laughs> No. First of all, how does that glitch happen? <laughs> well, well, what God the fuck? I, you, you turn it over to the AI and the AI said, yep, you're a dude. Maybe? You're a dude. You've got a vagina now. You don't have a vagina, but you're, <laughs> you're, 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 you're still female. I mean, what the fuck? And you know, all it was, was in the, in the from line, like who is this email from? It was, it was misgendering them in the, in the from line. So instead of she, her, his, or he, him, his, it, it went to they, them, or or did the wrong one. I, I would have laughed my ass off if something like that happened at work. I am to the if point I an- where I will throw a fucking fit, go to the EEOC, 
and enjoy dragging my company through the mud if they did something like this. Just because I can at this point. Jesus Christ, dude. This is where we're at. The pronouns I mean, were I randomly... Did... Go ahead. No, no, I was just going to say, if I got an email from you, McShane, and in the from line it was like, from her, I would laugh my ass <laughs> off. That would be the funniest <laughs> thing ever. But instead, oh, wow. these people are, what, they're having nervous breakdowns? They're, they're, they need counseling well this is how our government is they're just fucking cowards okay you fucked up you say you fucked up and let's move on yep how many other things that has our government done to its employees that we haven't offered any kind of mental health on oh my good god but yes. this is what we're going to go ahead and do really Let's not forget about, you know, government shutdowns or anything like that, where we went ahead and, you know, kicked people out of their office so you can't work now, and you're going to go on... Um, Administrative uh, lead. Exactly. Yeah. But we're not, we're not going to say anything about that. But we're going to make sure that if we called you or her on an accident because it was a software glitch, well, hey, you know what? We're going to go ahead and pay for your counseling. I would take the counseling and enjoy the fuck out of my free time. You know when you schedule this is at like noon on a Friday. Absolutely. And then you take the rest of the day off because of the trauma of talking about it. I am taking FMLA. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. And I am I am running with this bad boy. I'm gonna have flare ups left and right. And you're gonna pay me for it, bitches. Wow. I God damn guys. I I know how we got here. I, I know how we got here. I still can't believe we're here. I, I, I just, it just feels, it feels like it's not real. Like you're just, you're just fucking with me. You're just joking, but it's real. All right. We banged on the liberals a lot tonight. Let's go and bang on the conservatives for a little bit. Can we do that? Yeah. What was this? Republicans are literally planning to evict liberals. From red states at gunpoint. Kansas Reflector. Church and state Republicans reveal in divine plan to turn Kansas into conservative sanctuary. Week-long series to examine influence of religious beliefs on police. I'm sorry, on policy decisions at the state house. So they want to kick liberals the fuck out. And I, I mean, they're, they're talking about, I mean, so it mentioned in the article church and state, I mean, they're really actually talking about infusing, um, church, uh, principle principles and, and, you know, morals into the, the political body. And I, I'm sorry, fuck you guys. That's also just as wrong as all this woke bullshit. In fact, it's more wrong because it's written into the law. There should be, there needs to be, there will be a separation of church and state. And and they're just like, ah, fuck that. We're just we're gonna use that as a as a uh, a loose guideline. We're gonna go ahead and do it anyway. It's fucking surreal. It, it really is. is. I I I wait. Hold on. Um. So. So this guy, uh, Peters, the GOP chairman in Ellis County, and which, by the way, I'm very familiar with Ellis County. That's where most of my family is from. Uh, An author for a far-right publication, 
talked for two hours at the March 2nd meeting at the Riverside Baptist Church in Hutchinson, where he was joined by two state legislatures, legislators and a local GOP officials. He outlined his plans tinted with hints of violence and the assurance that God is on their side to turn Kansas into a conservative sanctuary. Right there, you, you, have, a, you have a fucking pastor, basically, getting up and running politics in Kansas. If you can make trouble. it... If you can make it hostile to that group of people, that small sliver of society, and have them move elsewhere, that does a huge amount to shut this down, Peter said. It's both sides of it. You need to attract the good people, good people here, and you also need to make it clear to the bad people, bad people, (laughs) this isn't going to go well for you. Wow, that guy is a bad guy. Yeah. But he's got God on his side. He does have God on his side. That's absolutely right. Apparently. Well, and what's the quote? If God be with us, then who could be against us? That's right. I mean, that's, that's how these people live their lives. They figure, well, no matter what I do, because I'm right with God, um, everybody else is wrong. Everyone else is wrong. With the supermajority control of both the Senate and the House, Republican lawmakers routinely entertain <clears throat> policy ideas shaped by fringe religious views. Restrictions placed on transgender residents, anti-abortion propaganda, tax dollars for private schools, a refusal to acknowledge systematic racism. Maybe Kansas needs to be their own little country. Well, I mean, follow that down. You got, you got, let's start with Nebraska, Nebraska, Oklahoma, Oklahoma, and Texas. Maybe they need to break off. Yeah, Idaho. Yeah, yeah. I would put them in there. And Eastern Oregon. You could even throw some of uh, Wyoming in there. Yeah, we've got. I don't. I don't know a time in in my forty seven years that we've ever been. Keeping in mind that I probably didn't pay very much attention the first twenty, I was drunk for five of it. Um, (laughs) I don't know at a time when we've ever been this fucking goofy. Well, this uh, doesn't even make sense. And you know the the answer to what has changed is so painfully obvious and we're all complicit in it. I mean, the three of us included, you know, social media and then the algorithms that, that were created to make social media more popular, which means you're going to get more of what you want. It is, it is, I mean, in every average everyday America, yes, neighbors might've had differences, but Either A, they didn't talk about them, and it was okay because we're all neighbors, and when a storm hits, we're going to help you anyway. Or B, you did talk about it, you, you got drunk, and you, you said some things you didn't mean, and then you apologized on Sunday, um, and everything was okay. Um, we, we now have stopped having the conversation with people unlike us, and now we're only having conversations with people who, who think like we think. Yeah, and yeah. I, 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 it's so fundamentally wrong and it, it's against what this country is supposed to be and and used to stand for and i don't know how we get it back because i'll be honest with both of you i mean this is a just a a raw moment with fits here but i i'm 
I'm actually guilty of that. I, I find myself avoiding conversations with people who don't think like I think. And I don't like it about myself, but I also I look at it from like a a calor a caloric expenditure. Like I just don't have the fucking energy for you. I haven't eaten enough carbs to deal with your bullshit today. So I'm not gonna <laughs> talk to you. I need I need more protein. Can I Yeah. I I need more bug protein, I guess. I don't know. I so I, I'm not I, I don't know how to solve it because I absolutely admit that I and probably most people I know are part of the problem. I, I just, I don't know. It's, it's hard. It it was really hard. Hefe, out of the, out of the three of us, you're probably on social media the least, I think. Um, so, and I, I mean, I'm all over Twitter. I've got my own account. I've got the whiskey account and I've got Instagram and all that shit. Do you, do you feel the same kind of angst with people that, that that we're exhibiting or do you feel less of that? Uh, no, I feel it. I mean, you don't need social media to see it. I mean, I'm out on the road all, all day. It's out there too. Um, it's a, it's a really, you touched on it before. I think Fitz said it earlier. Just that the world we live in now, it's, it's unlike it's ever been. And I, I'm the same way, Fitz. I, I don't, I don't, I mean, I avoid people. I avoid all people. <laughs> I definitely avoid people that have these, you know, completely different views than me. It's just, yeah. it's just easier. Yeah. Um, and this dude in Kansas, um, I could see a lot of people leaving Kansas because of him. Mission accomplished. Yeah. Right. Unless he's somehow held accountable, but that kind of depends on who's in charge in Kansas. I want my third beer, by the way. Yes. Yes. <laughs> Mission accomplished. <laughs> Best show ever. <laughs> I actually I well, finished my two. So what 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 third what beer did you pick for your third? Well, it's one I got from my my friend McShane. Ooh, really? Which one? It's, it's the El Jefe. Nice. <laughs> okay, tell me about this beer. Bring the thunder. It is a German style wheat ale with coconut added. Okay. And the picture on the can is <laughs> it's uh the dude in a suit. It's fucking El Jefe. His... That's who it is. That's yeah, it's it got is. A, a very Miami Vice feel to it. Yes, <laughs> yes, it does. With a with a beer mug as a as a head. I love it. Oh, it's it's amazing. It looks like you're getting ready to deal fucking blackjack, dude. Yeah. Um but but back in like nineteen eighty five. So if you zoom in there, if you look at it, it looks like he's got penis fingers. Can you see that? Why, why would you oh. do that to me? Yeah, I can see it now. <laughs> he looks like he's got penis fingers. <laughs> Sorry. All right. I only have one penis finger. <laughs> yes, but it. What was that line in? What was that line in Naked Gun? I've got nine more. 
Oh shit! So, oh. so yeah. walk us through the Hefeweizen. What what do, what do you what do you think? The El well, Hefeweizen. I um, I tried to clean my palate after the uh, breakfast out, but hey, I'm, hey, it's, good man, dude. That's a pro move. Good, good job. Well, I learned it from the best. <laughs> um, but to be honest, it's still uh, shockingly less shocking <laughs> no it's much it's much smoother than the stout okay like it was almost almost like wheat compared to that but it's very how good the, it's a uh, how the hell did hmm. you pound that stout that fast well that, wa- that the wasn't more a I got into stout. It, okay yeah maybe i shouldn't have um <laughs> but as uh, as it warmed up, and uh, the chocolate came out a lot more. Yeah, it really did. Good. Yeah, and it, it was pretty tasty um, at the you know down towards the bottom there. And I knew you guys weren't going to, at least I assumed you guys weren't going to go for a third beer, so I took it upon myself to go get uh, the El Jefe. You got it. No, and that's. Is... Not, I mean, I'm glad you did. Well done. Well done. Mm-hmm. So yeah, this is, you, this is good. Do you taste the bubble gum? Look look at the pro- flavor profiles. Bubble gum, clove, yeah, sweet, that too. and tropical. Yeah. Are you you getting the bubble gum and clove? I don't get any bubble gum. It's very tropical. It's very, you know. Oh, so that's why. That's by Jay Wakefield Brewing. Mm-hmm. Uh, I don't think we've had one of those on the show before. Man. No, I've never. No, I've never even heard of them. I. Uh, uh, it's only a five percent, which is good. Yeah, that's probably right. good yeah. at this point. Super yeah. drinkable, though, right? I mean, it sounds it is. like it's super drinkable. Yeah. Yeah. Where Where are they from? Jay Wakefield Brewing. And- uh, let's see here. About us, I want to say they're from Florida, but let me look. I was gonna say that's where I would guess Miami. Yep. Miami's Wynwood Arts District. Yep, I've been down there. It's beautiful down there. They that's are a, artsy. That's a that's that's a beautiful that's a beautiful part of Miami right there. Yeah, I mean, Hefe, it's uh, first of all, good on you, cleansing the palate and just going ahead and open up a third beer. That's good for you. Um, it's interesting what McShane was kind of asking about the bubble cum notes because I I think some people out there just if they you know, just haven't had the experiences or just haven't had the, the volume of beer. Um, they might not have ever come across a beer, uh, especially Hefeweizen, that has those bubblegum notes. But boy, when you find one, you fucking, I mean, it, it, you know it. Like, you don't, you just go, whoa, shit. It's like a, and it's like that, that old bubblegum bubble gum flavor. Yeah. Like the, yeah, like like just straight up. Whatever flavor that's supposed to emulate that, but it's that it's that flavor. And um, so if if you're not tasting it, that means it's not real strong in that in that particular beer. Because usually when you get it, it's almost overpowering. Huh. Hey, we've got to find off more of a from Voltron. them. Yeah. Yes. Adjunct Project Imperial Stout. They've got f- six different Imperial Stouts, and they've got All one that comes together Voltron. to. Yep, and one comes together to form Voltron. 
Oh my god, that's so cool. They have a black lion, blue lion, green lion, red lion, yellow lion, and then as McShane said, <laughs> the adjunction, which is all the lions coming together to kick ass. Uh. <laughs> Coffee, coconut, cinnamon, vanilla, cocoa nibs in the adjunct. And then yeah, every that's... one of them has their own these guys are badass. See, that's that's what I'm talking. That's what I was talking about earlier. A theme. You pick a theme, and then you can just fucking be so cool with it. That's cool. That's awesome. And I their Voltron artwork was, is nice. Yeah, I, it's, I'm really it's, I'm really digging these guys. It's nuts. It's um, nuts. that's jwakefieldbrewing.com. Fucking cool. Look at this one. Yeah. Come on, open nice, it. Nice, nice find. Kujira? Um, I'm going to say that in Japanese, that's Bake. Okay. Kujira. Bake this Kujira. Ex- exclusive <laughs> and limited variant of Big Papa was aged in a variety of oak barrels. Barrel based on year variant label color with coconut, vanilla, copy, luwak, coffee. 17%. Ooh. Holy fuck. Good night. <laughs> You might as well Dude. be taking a shot of whiskey. God I felt damn. That, I, I felt that my balls. That's amazing. Well, what? So, like, a, a good whiskey is 40 proof, right? So that's 20%. Yes, sir. Oh, my God. All right, boys. Let's uh, let's call the ball here. Uh, Fitz, what are you taking to bed? I got to go. I got to go with my, uh, my, 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 my little kinky sweetheart that, uh, the golden ticket golden ticket. Um, she she yeah she i i don't think i've ever had a beer change flavor notes like that on me i i mean initially as as a cold beer it was it was good it was really good but man once it warmed up i i mean i just i i really fell in love with that beer so i'm definitely taking that one to bed not nothing against the lewitt um again kind of a straight up just imperial stout Nothing really to write home about, although it's a really well done beer. I, I've got nothing negative to say about Lewitt, but this golden ticket just went up and over the top and uh you know, got a little kinky with me, which I, you know, I enjoy. So uh what about you, Hefe? What are you what are you taking on bed? Um Well I think I'm gonna I think I'm gonna go with El Hefe because I'll be touching myself tonight. Um, anyway, yes. So, um, but yeah, I think, um, yeah, it's close between the first and the third one. The, uh, the eight bit is really good, but, um, this El Jefe is, is that's in my wheelhouse right there. So yeah, I want to go with that. Yeah. Plus, I mean, if we're being honest, it's kind of, it's kind of a cooler can like the artwork is cooler. Yeah, I mean, dick I, like fingers. The, I like the arcade theme, but yeah, um, but, but dick fingers, man. Well, yeah, duh. <laughs> That's what I'm satisfy eleven women at once. Yeah, I mean, and I real <laughs> Nine, quick ten Mc, lanes, Mc, no waiting. Sorry, what? But Shane, <laughs> before you, before we talk about who you're taking to bed, I just want to apologize to any of our um, Japanese listeners out there. I did not mean to butcher that. <laughs> that that word. I was trying my best. I, I I thought it. I thought it sounded good. Okay. Well, I know. Of course you would, because you're white. I I. 
I, hey, I'm saying that hey. somebody, somebody out there who actually speaks Japanese is going, ooh, God, he butchered that. So my oh. apologies. I tried. I did my my best. Uh, but it was I failed. I know I did. So anyway, I just had to get that out there. I didn't want everyone to think that I, you know, hey, Fitz feels like he kicked ass. I did not. Um, anyway, McShane, what? Uh, who are you taking to bed tonight? <laughs> I'm taking hits from the bung. Uh, nice. Yeah, it's kind of a no-brainer at this point. But here's here's my thing, though. I'm looking forward to get, seeing the uh, what the other two variations are. Me um, too. I'll, uh, I have uh, Bananas Foster next week, and then I have, um, well, or, or Churro, one of the two. I might do Churro next. Um, this was a great base. It was a fantastic base for a barley wine. Yes, it was 15.2, but it's also not kicking me in the balls either. So I'm really really digging it um it had great flavor it was not overpowering it was enough it was almost as though you know those really really good textured uh imperial stouts that you know they've got you know like like maybe he was put in a rum barrel or something along those lines something that's um just you can just taste how unique it is yeah. yeah, that's what this had going on for it. And that's yeah. not something that I've had in a barley wine before. My typical experience with barley wines are uh, one drink, two drink, three drinks on the floor. Yeah. And right. that this, this was this was a this was a drinker. I mean, I might only have one in a night. Obviously, it's what I'm doing here. But just a it, it, it's a very polished beer. Very, very polished barley wine. So I was very happy with it. That's uh, that's that's really cool. I, uh, you know, the the cool, the extra cool part about that is, you know, if the shit were to hit the fan, that beer could also double as a Molotov cocktail, and you know, at fifteen oh. percent, and and yeah, and you can also like sanitize some wounds with it too. And that also right. So God, and then, you guys remember that night, well, and then lick the wound out too. <laughs> yeah, I I really feel bad for Derek. Derek, if you're out there, I'm I'm sorry for that night, man, but. Um, I think it, I'm gonna I'm gonna say it was McShane's idea to cleanse that wound with whiskey, but we can go with that. Way. Sure, yeah. yeah, it's fine. Yep, it would, it's... and we can also put it on me that I was the one who thought you should suture it too. <laughs> it's still a pretty gnarly scar, but oh. anyway, you know, <laughs> it's good to have good hard alcohol around, not just to you know numb the senses, but also to disinfect and uh, kill the pain. So. That's right. Anyway, that 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 beer seems like it would fill that bill on, on all the levels. But really, tr- truly, I I'm curious to see how the um the different versions go. The bananas Foster is really, I mean, it, it's really piquing my interest. I it, when you said it the first time, I was like, oh mm-hmm. wow, my mouth just watered. And then you just talked about it again. I'm like, oh my god, my mouth is watering again. So I'm really curious for that one next I, week. I'm, I think it's gonna be good. I will see if I can. I'll, I'll go ahead and I'll pick up a couple more of those because I have a I have a few things I need to send out to you. I, I need to get. I I have, I have two, um, taquitos. Okay, uh-huh. I've got both of the taquitos that I've already had on the show, and then I'll go and I'll get these three, um, hits from the bung, and I have an El Jefe. I'll I'll get sent out to you so you can go ahead and um take a oh, take a swing at all those. Yeah. Yeah, I I could I could drink me some El Jefe. Yeah. Whoa. Hey. Hello. <laughs> All right, if you guys want to follow us, it is at whiskey underscore hell on Twitter. 
whiskeyhellpod at gmail.com is the email address and whiskeyhellpod.com is the website we appreciate you listening i'm steve mcshane i'm fitz i'm happy we'll talk to you soon